Welcome to the audio podcast of Dwell in the Word from First Reformed Church in Edgerton, Minnesota. Bible readings and devotional commentary to help you grow in faith by dwelling in God's Holy Word. Welcome to Dwell in the Word. If it isn't already October 1st, can you believe it? It is Friday. And being a Friday, we are going to open with a prayer for illumination from Hughes Oliphant Old. Let us pray. Blessed you are, Lord, great God, God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed you are for your righteous ordinances, for the right, for the good, for the true and holy. Bless us with your Holy Spirit, your presence within us, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of the knowledge of the Lord. Bless us with an upright heart that we may be right, that we may be good, true, and holy. Through Jesus Christ. Amen. All right, we are going to be looking at the last part of chapter 11 of 1 Corinthians, and we are going to be reading from verse 17 through the end of the chapter, which is verse 34. The topic today is the Lord's Supper. Hear the word of the Lord. But in the following instruction, I do not commend you, because when you come together, it is not for the better, but for the worse. For in the first place, when you come together as a church, I hear that there are divisions among you, and I believe it in part. For there must be factions among you in order for those that those who are genuine among you may be recognized. When you come together, it is not the Lord's Supper that you eat. For in eating, one goes ahead with his own meal. One goes hungry. Another gets drunk. What? Do you not have houses to eat and drink in? Or do you despise the church of God and humiliate those who have nothing? What shall I say to you? Shall I commend you in this? No, I will not. For I received from the Lord what I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the night when he was betrayed took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way also he took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Whoever, therefore, eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty concerning the body and blood of the Lord. Let a person examine himself then, and so eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For anyone who eats and drinks without discerning the body eats and drinks judgment on himself. That is why many of you are weak and ill, and some have died. But if we judged ourselves truly, we would not be judged. But when we are judged by the Lord, we are disciplined, so that we may not be condemned along with the world. So then, my brothers, when you come together to eat, wait for one another. If anyone is hungry, let him eat at home, so that when you come together, it will not be for judgment. About the other things, I will give directions when I come. Boy, this this church in Corinth has more issues than than we can keep track of here, right? Now, all of a sudden, Paul is having to set them straight on the Lord's Supper. And notice what he says. I didn't highlight it here for those of you watching on video, but, but verse 20, when you come together, it is not the Lord's Supper that you eat. In other words, Paul is saying, what you're doing here when you partake in the Lord's Supper makes it so that you're you're dishonoring what is being done. It's not it's not even the important thing that you are called to do in remembrance of Christ. 
It's not even the same thing because somebody's going hungry, somebody else is getting drunk, and you gotta love love what he says here. Do you not have houses to eat in, eat and drink in? Don't you people have homes? Uh, this is a very serious issue for Paul, and so he's going to make sure that they understand the correct way to observe the Lord's Supper. And so he gives them the words of institution here. And we know these. We hear them when we partake of the Lord's Supper. For I received from the Lord what I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the night when he was betrayed took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do it in remembrance of me. Uh, same with the cup, new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And then the important uh, line here that I really want us to focus on, I'll go back to what I just said. But verse 26, for as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. This is obviously important. If, if when we observe the Lord's Supper, we are proclaiming Christ's death until he comes, this is an important thing. And we should understand the gravity that happens when we, when we take the Lord's Supper. This isn't a flippant meal. This, this is something that is important. And Paul wants them to get it right. And so we should think about this, should about how we can get it right, because it is a testimony to what Jesus has done for us. We proclaim his death when we partake in it. And so what does Paul say? Verse 28, let a person examine himself then, and so eat of the bread and drink of the cup. We need to examine ourselves before we take the Lord's Supper. And, and we try to do that, and, you know, and before we take it, uh, we examine ourselves in, in the prayer of confession, but we should be thinking about when the Lord's Supper is coming up. Um, are we taking it rightly? Is there something that we need to take care of in our lives uh, before we uh, partake in the Lord's Supper? And notice what it says, and this, this is heavy. Verse 29, for anyone who eats and drinks without discerning the body, eats and drinks judgment on himself. It's not me drinking judgment on you if I'm doing something and I'm partaking. It's, it's all about ourselves. We need to examine ourselves. This is important. Do we understand what we are doing here? We need to be truly taking this to heart because it matters where our lives are at while we take the Lord's Supper. We should be examining ourselves and desiring to conform our lives to God's law, to God's will for our lives. And notice what it says that Paul says that, hey, some people among you are weak and ill. Some have died all because they they have mis- uh, mishandled the way they partake in the Lord's Supper. And, that, and that's pretty serious. Now, we can say, oh, th- that doesn't happen now. Um, we, we should remember that if Paul says that this is the case, that this can be, if things don't happen to us, this is an act of God's mercy towards us, that God is restraining this from us. He, he used it then, and he may still use it now. I'm not saying he does not. But the fact that if we incorrectly observe the Lord's Supper, to not be judged is an act of mercy on God's behalf. And we should not take that lightly. We should be thinking, how then can I change my life? How can I conform my life to God's will? How can I pursue holiness? Because, verse 32, but when we are judged by the Lord, we are disciplined so that we may not be condemned along with the world. Now, you and I... We hear the word disciplined and we think going to the principal's office because we got in trouble. Or uh, we think our parents disciplining us for, for being naughty. But how is this used here? Think about this for a minute. Paul is saying it is a good thing to be disciplined. You know, you may have um, told uh, someone else 
or you may have told your own children, look, it's a good thing the coach is yelling at you. That, mean, that means that they, they want you, they think that you can improve. If they stop yelling at you, then that's, that's a problem. They've given up on you. Well, the discipline that God gives us is a good thing. This discipline, Paul sees as a good thing, that if God disciplines us, it is driving us to repentance so that, so that we won't be condemned along with the world. And so may we be taking this seriously. That's, that's the application for us today. How seriously do we take the eating and drinking that we do in the Lord's Supper? Are we considering our lives truly? Are we desiring to repent? Are we pursuing holiness? And, and as I always say, um, we don't have a category for holiness uh, in, uh, very well in our culture. Um, it's hard for us to know what we do. We, we like to instead think about the things that we're doing better than other people. And so we're doing okay in God's book because we're not as bad as other people. But the call in our lives isn't to do better than somebody else. The call in our lives is holiness. And that's a humbling thing. We need to be thinking about that. And so may God use our observance of the Lord's Supper to discipline us. May he use the observance of the Lord's Supper to give us a, a reminder and to work His himself in us because we believe that God works through the means of grace that is the sacrament. And so may God use that to drive us to holiness, to help us to understand that and to pursue it because we know that God loves us and he wants us to be there. He wants us to grow in holiness and in faith. So as we prepare to take the Lord's Supper, we're going to be participating in it this Sunday. But whenever you might listen to this, um, next time you come to observe the Lord's Supper, may you truly think about these words. May we examine ourselves and then eat the bread and drink the cup, trusting that God will be at work in it through his word and the power of the Holy Spirit. Let us go to prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you have made us your covenant people. We ask that you would bless us with a continual desire to serve you in holiness. May we continually examine ourselves and may the word and Holy Spirit at work in us grow our desire to conform our lives to your word. And today we thank you for that work of the Spirit in our lives. We know that apart from the Spirit's work, we would be lost. But when we were lost, you came to us and you created faith in our hearts and you indwelled us. Now we ask for a sure trust in the work of the Holy Spirit in us today. May we have faith that you will continue the work that was begun in us to make us holy. And may we strive to live that way today. As we serve you in your world today, we ask that you would strengthen your people to seek you in prayer continually, and that you would grant us the desire to humbly come to your throne, knowing that you are our God and you hear our prayers. We pray this all in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right. Have yourself a most excellent Friday and a great weekend. I hope to see you this Lord's Day as we do observe the Lord's Supper. Take care. Thank you for listening to Dwell in the Word. You can find more information about First Reformed Church at our website, edgertonfrc.org. Dwell in the Word episodes are available weekdays on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can also watch the video versions of these devotions at our Facebook page and YouTube channel. 